When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go live. Welcome, everybody. First time in a long time. We sometimes say that when maybe meeting someone after a long period of time. I think it's the longest period of time that I've ever had in between live streams since I started doing them. So it was eight days. I last went live on Friday. Last Friday. So welcome to everyone in the chat. So glad I could text back and forth with some of you earlier. So Rod is here. Ah, Ricardo is here. What's going on? And uh, Aroni is here. Dr. Luke is here. Mega is here. I believe Naima was here. She might come back. Amina is here. Welcome. Amity is here. Welcome, everyone. It's so good to be back. Even though I can't see you, it kind of feels like we're together. The rain is kind of pouring outside. I have the window open. I'm not sure if the mic is picking it up. If it is, I can shut it. But I like, I like the background noise. But it's pouring, which is why I'm inside. So if you are new here, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, but what I will do is I will take your questions for an hour. Maybe you're struggling with something in English. I've been an English teacher for a while. Uh, maybe you want to know something about American culture. I've been living in the United States all of my life, 44 years. So kind of an expert on that. There were a couple questions before we started, and I would love to answer those. But if you would like to ask a question, simply write it in the chat and I will get to it as soon as possible. If I happen to miss your question, I didn't skip it. I just missed it. Please ask it again, but please don't spam the chat. Um, couple questions. I think Mega had asked about my first week at school. Yeah, we started on Tuesday. Rod also asked if the student's start date was pushed back, and it was. So this whole week, we were getting our classrooms ready for students. But almost every one of my colleagues, fancy word for like coworkers, people I work with, almost every one of the teachers that I work with had to move rooms. So that's what this week was about. Moving rooms, um, getting familiar or understanding the new safety procedures, some big English words there. And the students were supposed to have started August 27th, I believe. It was this past Tuesday. They are now starting September 14th, which is a Monday, because crazy things. Um, somebody asked, I think it was semiconductor devices, about the COVID situation in my state. To be honest, it's on the rise. We have been lucky where I live. We have had some cases, but not many. But there was a wedding in a small town in my state and this wedding has now produced 151 cases, one death and it's starting to spread. So a little worried, school is starting, sports are starting. Not good to be honest, not good, not good. Uh, let's see, let's see. Um, Amina and Naima had some good questions before we started. Whoa, Amina. Accountability and responsibility. Um, Amina had a question about teachers being called by...
by their first name. Why do teachers get mad when you call them by their first name? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so for my students in my classroom, they would call me Mr. Watson, not Brent. Just, <coughs> I think I might need a sip of water. Just as a sign of respect. But for all of you, you're, you're not really my student. So please call me Brent. Call me this guy. Call me yo dude, yo bro, whatever. But it's just for younger students in the United States. We have that respect thing where they would call you Mr. Watson or Jamie, my wife, who also teaches. They would call her Mrs. Watson. All right, Naima. Whoa, there's a couple questions here, but I saw a good one. I will copy and paste in the chat. Naima was wondering... So glad to see you back, Naima. I know Naima has been busy. Adriana said that she was busy. I have been busy. It's a busy time of year. So this is from Naima. Could you please explain the difference between stumble, fumble, fumble and mumble? Ooh. All right. So Michelle. How are you? It's going well. Thank you. So those are some very difficult verbs because they're so close. Sometimes it can be physical, like your body doing it. Sometimes it can be verbal, just your mouth. So let's do just the mouth because this might be a long question. Let's just do the verbal. So if you are mumbling, that means you are not speaking loudly enough. For someone to understand you. So it would be a bad thing if teachers were mumbling. It would be like, this is mumbling. Hey, how you guys doing? It's very happy to be here with you. That's mumbling. Not good uh, for anybody, but especially not good for teachers. Fumble and stumble. When we're talking with our mouth verbally, that means you can't find the right words. And they're basically the same thing. You may stumble over your words, stumble. So we would probably use the preposition over, stumble over your words, fumble with your words. And I know that happens to me often on, <laughs> excuse me, my gosh, on this live stream. You know, I may fumble with my words. I may stumble over my words. But I know as a new English speaker or maybe a non-native English speaker, that might happen to you quite often. You might stumble or fumble with your words. You might say that, fumble with your words. So, uh, rumble. Yeah, we could. Now, rumble, I see. Uh, rumble. Might be if it's thundering out, rumble is usually with uh, the sound. So the rumble of thunder in the distance. Rumble, stumble, fumble, mumble. You could write a poem with that, but I can see where it would be confusing because they sound so similar. All right, let's look for another question. I see Rod here. What about liability? All right, Adriana says, what's up, bro? What's up, sis? What's up, sis? Um, liability, making myself laugh there. I thought that was pretty funny. Making myself laugh. Liability, uh, do you mean with the students at my school maybe? Uh, it, like if they catch coronavirus, the liability, like how much responsibility is it of the school? That's a good question. Uh, I don't think the school can be sued. Liability is another way to say responsible. So if I got into a car accident and it was my fault, you could say that I was liable for that, meaning I had to pay for the accident. Uh, there have been, I believe, President Trump. Um, at some of his rallies, 
political rallies where his supporters would get together, there was a form that people had to sign so they couldn't hold President Trump liable if they contracted the coronavirus. So liability is a very tough term. But like I said, it's responsible. If something bad happens, you may have to pay for it, either with money or you may have to pay for it with jail time. So if somebody was killed in the auto, in the auto accident and you were driving, you might be found liable and you might have to serve jail time. So I hope that answers your question. Tavon Till is here. Welcome, Tavon. What is the difference between impact and the effect? It's hmm. a great question. So um, <clears throat> they, they can sometimes be used together. Um, the impact, it doesn't have to be bad. I hope I am impacting your English learning right now, meaning I hope I'm helping it. So impact means influencing, it means affecting. So I hope I'm affecting you in a good way with these English lessons. So they can be very similar. Let's talk about affect and affect. It, they are not homophones. They don't sound alike, but affect Effect and effect, they're basically the same sound. But the A one, effect, is always a verb. And it does mean impact. It does mean to affect. But the A is always a verb. The E is always a noun. So you will often hear the effect. Okay. So the effect of the spread of the coronavirus in my state might cause a lot of people to get sick. And if they get sick, they will have been affected by the virus. Super tricky. Maybe I should make a video on that, but native English speakers get that wrong all the time, all the time. A is a verb, E is a noun. That's how I remember it. All right, I'm going to skip down into the chat. Rod says we would call it light rain noises is in the background. Is it is it too much of a distraction? Just leave a comment if you would. Um mega is wondering, what do you call an auto? Are oh, you mean a car? I heard that you have no autos. Uh, if you're talking about cars, yeah, we don't call them autos. Uh, we would call them cars. We would call them vehicles. We might call them automobiles, if you want to use a longer word. But when you're just casually talking, we probably call it a car. Probably call it a car. Adriana is wondering, is it uh, rain or is somebody taking a shower? No, I promise. It's the rain. It's the rain. It's just me and my daughter here, by the way, this weekend. My, my wife and my son are in Massachusetts. Tough American state to say, right? Massachusetts for hockey. I have used this before, though. If you ever want to talk... Thank you, Naima. She says it's good. All right. I'll keep it. If you've ever wondered how to say Massachusetts, it's mass, mass, uh, chew, sit. Don't look at the way it's spelled. Don't. You can't read it letter for letter. Massachusetts, Massachusetts. We'll work on Connecticut next week. Miho from Japan is here. Welcome, Miho. All right, it looks like Adriana is multitasking. Multitasking. 
Multitasking, multiple, more than one. So she is cooking, she's on the phone, oh, she's on her phone typing, but she's cooking and she's in the chat. Two things at once. I don't know how you do that. It's very, very tricky. Lucas is here, a different Lucas. Welcome, Lucas. All right, so Lucas says he will be here sometimes, but then he's got other things to do. So he'll be back. All right. Uh-oh, Michelle, what happened? I'm overloaded with physics. What happened? Oh, gosh. I'm so overloaded with physics. Nonetheless, oh, I found a gap. Oh, so maybe you're studying physics? I'm wondering, can you leave in the chat? Everyone who's in the chat right now, leave the country, leave a post of the country you're living in right now. Where are you in the world? I'm wondering how many countries we have. Mayor, welcome. Oh gosh, Mayor has a... Ricardo, you're 71? I remember talking to you about your age. I didn't know you were, I, I didn't know you were so young. So didn't you write you were 96 one time? I think, there was a typo there. Well, welcome, Ricardo. Ricardo has left some very nice comments about me, so thank you. Um, so Mayor is wondering, hi, Brent. Mayor, like the name, Mayor. I hope I'm saying it correctly. Ibrahim, uh, yes, it's raining. He's wondering, who do I reckon the next president will be? So Naima, Algeria, nice. Um, I, I don't talk politics here and you were just asking for my prediction, honest prediction. I don't think anybody knows. It is so hard. If you look back at the 2016 election, all of the polls, all of the predictions were saying that Hillary Clinton was going to be president and we know how that turned out. So my honest opinion, and it's just an opinion, I don't know. It could go either way. Really, it could. Uh, Naima, thank you. That's a tough question. Stumble, fumble, mumble, rumble. And we didn't even go over the physical stuff. Jeez. Gleb, welcome, my friend. Beginner is here. All right, so this week... Adriana is from Poland. Luke is from Poland. Is Ivana? Ivana here? Ivana. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Adriana taught me how to say it. I think I have forgotten. Um, Ibrahim is here from Egypt. I know that. And Maz is here from Australia, originally from Iran. Dubai Rick, how are you? Thank you for becoming a member, by the way. Yes, semiconductor devices. He is playing hockey right now. Hey, I'm going to just change this in case anybody cares. I knew exactly what semiconductor devices meant. I don't care if there's a wrong spelling. I really, that's my opinion as a teacher. Like, if you know, or if you can say what you mean and you might have the wrong homophone seriously i would say who cares i knew exactly what he meant but if you want to talk about those two homophones son is always like the boy you know the boy child and then son is always that like big yellow thing in the sky so but I know some teachers are like, wow, that's wrong. Taking points off. Like, I knew exactly what he meant. So I just didn't know if anybody wanted to have that quick little lesson. But semiconductor vices, you keep doing you. Yeah, he does play hockey. And thank you for asking. What? I didn't know that. Nathalie 
Rutan. I'm probably saying that wrong. But is from the Netherlands. Interesting fact that I learned about Holland or the Dutch or the Netherlands. I'm not sure why we have all three different names. Tallest people in the world. I didn't know that. On average, the Dutch, tallest people in the world. Did you know that? And Arroni is from Italy. This week, on Tuesday, you will see a video featuring a lot of people in the chat now. So Angelo will be in the video. Joanne, so Angelo is living in Qatar from the Philippines. And you will see Joanne. I don't think she is here, but she lives in Canada most of the year. Florida in another part of the year. Sharef, Sam the Taiwanese, welcome. Um, the next part of the video will show Mary. She's not here now, but from Iran. Ibrahim will be in it. Great videos people sent. He's um, by some water. And he, he is from Egypt. And Aroni will be from, uh, he will be in the video right in front of the Duomo in Milan. And Adriana from Poland. So there will be a video where you can put some faces to the names that you see in the chat often. So everybody did a great job. I can't wait to show that to you. I just need to put an intro to it and then a, maybe a, an outro to the video. Intro and an outro. Intro, like an introduction to it, <clears throat> and outro. So at the beginning of the video is an intro, at the end is an outro. Ah, Amina is from Somalia, but she's living in Canada now. Thank you for becoming a member. Just looking. <laughs> Ma is wondering, is it raining over there or has someone left the tap open? Yes, it is raining. I'm sure, but Naima said it's okay. If anybody wants me to close the window, let me know, but I like it. Ambiance. So some background noise. Ambiance. I believe it's French. And I believe I can't spell it, but I think I did. Ambiance. Ambiance. All right. Ibrahim wants me to have my own intro and my own theme song. Yeah, I think um, I've done some research on that and I think that people kind of get bored with that intro and I, he's, he's joking. But the reason I don't have an intro like American English with this guy, it's you just want to get to the information, right? You're tuning in to my channel to learn English, not to flash, you know, have a minute long intro. I know Ibrahim is just joking, but... Nah, no, uh, no theme song for me. No theme song for me. Ah, Cecilia. She likes the rain. It will stay. White noise. Uh, so Rod is talking about white noise. If you're not familiar with what white noise is, I meant to mention this in the hotel video. My family and I always travel with a box fan, a big fan. And we carry it right through the lobby. If you've watched the hotel video, you know where the lobby is. And we like that white noise. So if it gets noisy in the hotel and the room next to us, we have that fan and we don't hear too much. We don't hear a whole lot. That hotel video, I did mention that it was across from an airport. So basically across the street was an airport. And I think I, I don't think I cut that out. Um, it's across from an airport. We didn't hear any of the planes landing or taking off. I like white noise. Uh, Rod said he loved that video. 
Thank you so much. All right, Veerslav, Mr. Brewer says the Dutch government has decided to stop using the term Holland to refer the, to the country and only go by the official name, the Netherlands. So basically, if you would like to include a video of yourself introducing yourself, send it to this guy, this guy Brent, at hotmail.com. Yes, it's a boomer email. I've heard it all before. Dubai Rick, thank you, sir. Thank you for watching. I'm glad it helped. God, I'm looking for some uh, semiconductor devices. Here we go. What is the main characteristics of Massachusetts? So where I live in Maine, you have to go through a little tiny spot of New Hampshire to get there. So we don't border Massachusetts, but it's close. And the biggest city in Massachusetts is Boston. So a lot of people might know Boston, and that is where a lot of the Revolutionary War was fought. And um, they have some good sports teams. They've won a lot of championships in Massachusetts. The Boston Celtics play there, the New England Patriots, the Boston Red Sox. I'm forgetting one. Boston Bruins, did I say that? Yeah, so Mega is saying usually YouTubers set background noises or background music for their videos and people enjoy it for the entire video. Yeah, I, um, I worry about putting too much music in the background because I don't want it to distract from the English learning. So... Yeah, Dubai Rick. It, it is important to at somebody, right? That's the verb we use, to at somebody. Unfortunately, YouTube right now, if you're on a mobile device, if you're on your phone, or if you're on your iPad, you cannot at anybody. Not sure why, but you can't. It's only if you're on a desktop, So, which, which I am now on a desktop so I can at people. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't know how to say that, Adriana. Is it Asimir? Asimir? But in, in English, I don't know if it's English or not, but it's supposed to be like soothing noises. Yeah, with the rain in the background. Hey, I would like to give a shout out to all of the members. And if you look at, thank you, Luke, Adriana, I know Rod has it. I think Anima has it. Those little discs that are yellow. So that's like two months, I think, of being a member. But Luke, thank you so much. Dubai Rick just became a member. It's awesome. If you would like to become a member, there is a link. There is a, a new video from members. It's where I try an apple pie Kit Kat. An apple pie Kit Kat. And I think I'm going to be doing a potato chip video where we have some crazy flavors now, like Philly cheesesteak, potato chips. You may hear them called crisps in England, in the United States, and in Canada. We call them potato chips. Chips. Not crisps. But Americans, if you say crisps, we, we probably know. Yeah. Chips. Fish and chips. Chips in England. French fries. I don't know. Oh, wait. Adriana thinks it's the third. It might be the third month. It might be the third month. Yeah. Mm. Sam the Taiwanese. Thank you so much for that little gold disc. 
So uh, Cecilia is saying a uh, great question right here. Because where I'm from in Maine, we use this term a lot. So in Argentina, Cecilia is from Argentina. Cecilia is one of the first subscribers. And I was talking with uh, Lucian earlier this week. He was one of my very early subscribers too. Ibrahim, one of the early ones. We would call this a flannel. We would call this a flannel. And I do, I really like this shirt. I was over at my brother's house in the spring, late winter, and I was getting cold. He was like, Brent, you can borrow this shirt. So he gave me the shirt. I haven't given it back to him yet. I really like it. So maybe I will buy this shirt off him. Buy. Did I do that in a video? Buy versus buy. So when you're paying for something and you want to write it, you would say buy that way. Hamity, is there a question there? There a question there. Whoa, Hamity says it's 45 degrees. And I'm assuming that's Celsius, so it's super hot. It uh, When I woke up yesterday morning, it was 45 degrees Fahrenheit here. 45 degrees. Let me tell you what that is in uh, Celsius. It was really cold. 7 degrees Celsius yesterday when I woke up. So we know that winter is coming and I know where Rod and Cecilia live and Maz that summer will be coming for them and most of us in North America, Europe, Iran, Egypt, we're getting winter soon. Even though you guys are so close to the equator, I bet it's it's a mild winter, right? Really hot summer and just a mild. When we say like mild, not too hot, not too cold, kind of in the middle. So maybe if you want to think of uh, mild with middle, it's pretty close. Whoa, Michelle, what does nip mean? Well, it might, guys have them too, so we can say it. It might be short for nipple, right? Women have nipples, guys have nipples. Have you seen, um, have you seen the movie Meet the Parents? It's a funny part where, ah, probably take too long, but if you've ever seen it, the dad says to the, to the boyfriend, he's like, I have nipples. Can you milk me, Greg? Uh, just so it could be short for nipple. Um, it could be short for oh, there's another one too. Um, a little alcoholic drink in a bottle. We sometimes call that a nip. But and this is maybe why you're asking. If it starts to get a little cold outside, we sometimes say there's a nip in the air. Okay, let me capitalize my T. So it could mean just a little, it's starting to get a little cold. It's a little, it's um, a little nipply. Sometimes we say that, not nipple. We say sometimes it's a little nipply out. Is that even a word? Nipply. I don't, I don't think that's a real word, but you might hear an American say, ooh, it's a little nipply out, meaning it's just a little cold out. Great question. Uh, Abraham is talking about October, and I would agree here where I live in Maine, October is a really good month. When the leaves start to change color around here, I will do a video on that. We sometimes call it the foliage, the fall foliage. I will do a video on that, and it's beautiful. October, Abraham, you might be right. Maybe the most beautiful month where I live. And apparently in Egypt. All right, so Rod says, it's a mild winter in Brazil. 
So I wonder in southern Brazil, is it a little bit more cold since it's so close to the South Pole? I've always wondered about that. So there are no heaters in Brazil or Argentina. Ah, thick blankets. Um, yeah, we use those a lot too. Mega is wondering, how do you pronounce tortoise? Tortoise. Right there. It is tortoise. Tortoise. Noise. Mina is saying hi to Sam, the Taiwanese. Yes, uh, Cecilia is talking about those first live streams. Yeah, I think there were like 10 people, maybe, maybe 10 people in there. So yeah, the good old days, huh? Oh my gosh. And seriously, Michelle is saying in Russia, five degrees? Wow. Looking for some questions. There's a lot of chatting. There's a lot of chatting, which is great. 130, what? Why is Rod saying 113 degrees? Uh, so Mega is saying that it's hard to make French fries at home. My dad used to make the best French, French fries. He would get uh, just regular potatoes, cut them up into French fry shapes and put a little oil on them, I believe, and then fry them. And oh, they were the best, the best. And the next video I do that I'm, I don't know if it, when it will be released, but the next video I do, I went shopping this morning for beef borscht. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's a hearty, a hearty soup. Hearty soup, good for the winter because there's a lot of vegetables in it. It fills you up. If something is hearty, it fills you up. It warms your bones. So I've never had beets and I've never had borscht. But I do want to do a cooking video where I explain what, like brown. You can actually use brown, the color, as a verb. So sometimes in cooking, we use brown as a verb. I want to talk about what minced is and how that's different from chopped or shredded. So that video, that cooking video, when it comes out, will be full of just great vocabulary that we use with cooking. And I don't know. I don't know if I will like beets or not. I don't know. So we got about 20 more minutes and then I would love to head over to Bob the Canadian's chat. He'll be doing one. All right, so Naima, I might change this a little bit here. Um, let's talk about this here. I got you, Sam. I see your question, it's a good one feels you up. Be careful. Feels you up would be kind of sexual. If somebody like felt you up, that's that's wrong and the connotation for that is wrong. But I think you were talking about with the the soup. Okay. So, feels you up or felt you up sexual. Not good. That could get you in trouble, right? But if a, a soup fills you up, fills you up, you might only need one bowl. And you'd be like, whoa, I can't eat anymore. I'm full. <coughs> Excuse me. So unlike yogurt, if you know yogurt, that might mostly be like milk. And you might be hungry in an hour after having a cup of yogurt. But if you had a cup of hearty soup, it might fill you up 
for a few hours. Couple F's there, fill you up for a few hours. All right, I hope that, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. So fills you up, fills you up. And I don't think the subtitles are on right now as I speak. If you watch on replay, they will be on there. And somebody let me know this week that one of the live streams just had an ad every two minutes. So I will go in and fix that. That could be frustrating to watch every two minutes with an ad. I mean, I like to make a little money off the ads, but you know, maybe one every 10 minutes. So I will go in and fix that if you watch on replay. Oh, Pablo. Welcome, Pablo. Some very nice comments uh, for me. Thank you. Made me feel good. Uh, yeah, French toast is amazing. And sometime this week, I am going to go to a restaurant and order breakfast to show you how you can order in a restaurant, the things you can say. Like I know one of the things I will say, which I said in the tourist video, if you want to link to that, I think I have that. I said it in the berry farm video. Anytime you go somewhere new, tell your server or tell the host, hey, it's my first time here. What do you recommend? So I think that can be helpful for anybody, even if you know the language. But I've never been here before. What do you recommend? And they might recommend um, a dish with fish. And you may say, ah, oh, I don't really like fish. What else do you suggest? Yeah, Ibrahim, definitely. I want to show the menu of a typical breakfast, a typical American breakfast. And then we can talk about some of the things that are on the menu. Some things that might be unique. Unique to the United States or unique to Maine. Oh, brother. Miss Lopez is wondering how to use the preposition on. It is a tough one. I do have some videos, if you look, a couple where I use on, at, and in. But you say don't blame. Okay, let's talk about these. Don't put it all on me. Uh, thanks for the examples. Here we go. Don't, don't blame me. So you don't need the preposition there. Hey, don't, don't blame me. That's not my fault. And then put it all on me. Yes, you would use that. Just like that. Those two terms. Hey, don't blame me. Don't put this all on me. Yeah. When you don't want to be blamed for something. Ibrahim, I'm right there with you. Chicken over fish. Anytime. But I remember what? Cecilia says she likes dishes with fish, if I remember correctly. Cecilia, is break a leg the only expression you use when somebody has a test? Um, no. So my daughter is in the theater. So it's actually bad luck to say good luck to an actor before they go on stage. In the United States, instead of saying, hey, good luck, you would say, break a leg, like do a good job. Um, no, you could, if somebody has a big test, you could say, hey, good luck on that test. Um, I know you're going to crush it. And I want to do a video on like gonna, woulda, shoulda, where we shorten those. 
Um, I forgot what you call them. They're not contractions, but no. So you could say break a leg pretty much anytime you want to wish someone good luck, but definitely with theater. Never say good luck to an actor before going on stage. It's always break a leg, break a leg. Oh, Ricardo! I don't know. Ricardo is uh, throwing a throwing a little little swear word in there, but it's all right. I think we're all adults, right? Uh, it always it always like alerts me when there's a swear word, but that one's fine. Yeah, Luke. Luke eats very healthy. I can already tell. I don't know if you'll like my borscht, though. We had a quick conversation about borscht. Um. Like, I need to look up the pronunciation. Hope I'm saying that uh, correctly. But I'm, I'm a little nervous. Never had the beef, uh, the beet, the beet borscht. But there was a YouTuber. His name is Crazy Russian Dad. And he had some summer soup. That looked pretty funny. Looked pretty funny. Yeah, Michelle is wondering, is snag the same as pitfall? Yeah, it's pretty close. Snag might be not as bad as a pitfall, but both are when you have something planned and then something goes wrong. So let's say a Friday party. I always use that example. But let's say you are having a surprise party. Surprise party for someone. Maybe it hits a snag because the party was going to be outside, but it was it's forecasted. It's forecasted to rain, so your party might have hit a little snag. So you might have to find an indoor venue for the party. So a snag, it just like, all right, we can fix it. It might take some more time, but it won't cancel the party. A pitfall, eh, it might be a bit more tricky. So maybe you would have to postpone the party if it was a pitfall. Postpone meaning at a later time. So maybe the party can't happen on Friday. You have to go till Sunday when there will be better weather. For your surprise party. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, shrimp in Argentina. Shrimp. Nice. The weird thing about shrimp is the plural in the United States for shrimp is shrimp. But you sometimes will hear shrimps. And I think in England, it's shrimps. You may hear prawn too, prawn. Uh, prawn or prawns are like, uh, not, not that big, but they're like a bigger shrimp. Prawns are bigger shrimp. Like if you visit San Francisco, you might see a lot of dishes with prawns and that's big shrimp, big shrimp. Is it Adriana? The plural for bacteria is bacteria. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be hard to find just one bacteria. It's a bacterium. I don't know. Let's just go with bacteria. A lot of times, though, with our science terms, they come from Latin. So sometimes putting a plural form is going to be a little different. Like it might have an I at the end. So an alumni for our alumni, A-L-U-M. This may be a little bit, you may never need this. So once you graduate from college, you become an alumnus of that school. It is Latin. An alumnus, one person, an alumnus, more than one, they are the alumni. So you'll probably never need that term, 
but it just it's literally from the Latin and it still gets pluralized the same way. Very similar to Italian with that I at the end for masculine nouns. Cecilia, yes. The, the animals, like pluralizing animals is really weird in English. But yes, one fish, two fish, three fish. Don't, don't say fishes. But if you did, we would know what you mean. We would know what you mean. Maz, is it bacterium? Oh, that might be right. Thank you, Cecilia. I think that's right, bacterium. One. But think about those guys. They're so small, right? Are you ever going to get like one bacterium? Thank you, Cecilia. One bacterium? Oh, no. I don't know what that is, Ibrahim. 42, 42 and 40. I'd like to hear your story. I don't know what. Four, 42 and 40. I'd like to hear your story. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Um, Pablo is wondering, have I ever tasted a clam? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it clam chowder? Is it clam chowder, Pablo? Is it clam chowder? I don't know. I've been to San Francisco once. Beautiful city. Nice city. I would like to go back. But I've never had clam chowder. Never. And there, there is New England clam chowder. It's kind of special. There's Boston clam chowder. New England clam chowder is made with a milk base. Milk base. And then, is it is it New York? It might be New York clam chowder. Is a tomato base. But, <clears throat> Rod, whoa, gosh. Here's a tough one. Adriana, that's funny. She says, if you believe in the five-second rule, you might have one bacteria. Maybe. The five-second rule, if you don't know, basically, if some food drops, it's wrong, if some food drops on the floor, you might hear a little kid say, oh, five-second rule, pick it up and eat it because it didn't give the bacteria time to get on your food. But eh, I don't know. That's a little tricky right there. Especially if you drop some gum on the floor. Five-second rule? It's going to be full of hair. Blah. No, I don't do the five-second rule. Usually. Maybe, maybe if I just cleaned my floor, I might. Uh, Rod is wondering. Sam the Taiwanese says that the clam chowder from Costco is tasty. I don't know. We don't have... Costco's uh, in my state. I think we have them on the East Coast, but not in my state. We have uh, Sam's Club, which is like, you need a membership. We, I talked about that with the hotel video. Mega had wondered. But yeah, there are grocery stores that you can have a membership. You pay like once a year to shop there. And you buy in bulk. Um, I got to get to Rod's question, but you buy like large quantities of food. It's a little cheaper. Maybe I can do a video on uh, Costco, Sam's Club one day. All right. So Rod is wondering, fill up, fill in and fill out. Ooh, tricky. So why don't I go over one way to use each of them? But there might be more than one way. <clears throat> if you check out my Instagram, I am going through and talking about mini lessons with phrasal verbs. But I wanted to do take off on Instagram because the videos are only a minute or two. But it's so long just to do take off. 
I think we have eight different ways to talk about takeoff. So I will make a YouTube video of all the ways to use takeoff. But, and if you want to see my new classroom, check out my Instagram. Short videos on there, a minute or two. Um, fill up. I did that on the phrasal verb video we talk about with driving. So you might often talk about filling up your gas tank, filling up, but you can also talk about it with eating. And I talked about that hearty soup. So fill up like, oh, I'm full, I can't eat anymore. That soup really filled me up, okay? So that's one way. There might be more though. Uh, fill in. So when you go to the doctor's office, they might give you a sheet of paper where you have to fill in your information for the doctor. Like one question might be, what brings you in today? Another way to say why, what's sick. Why are you sick? What's hurting on you? Why are you not feeling well? So you might fill out that piece of paper, but you could also say you filled in those answers. Filled in. Rod, you're a teacher, a different kind of teacher, but maybe you're sick that one day. I think, no, you have a classroom. So if you are sick one day, you might have a substitute fill in for you. So maybe Rod can't make it into the class. So someone will fill in for him. Take his place. All right, good question. That should really be a whole video, right? I think I'm missing some ways we use fill in, fill out, fill up. English is tough. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Cecilia, what did she just say here? Uh, let me skip down to the... Ah, so Cecilia just said, I checked the entomology of shrimp. Well, let's talk about that really quickly, entomology. I don't know if other languages have entomology. But because English takes words from so many different languages, we actually have something called the entomology of a language which Cecilia just shared for shrimp. And that means where the word comes from. So often it will be Latin or from the Greek, but not always. Like I've mentioned before, mosquito, I believe, right Rod? Comes from the Portuguese. Oh, Zobeda's here. Zobeda, we need to finish up though. Finish up, finish up, not fill up, but we need to finish up. Meaning, coming close to the end because I want to head over in about two minutes to Bob the Canadian's chat. Any last questions here? Whoa. Mega, what is the, what is the plural of syllabus? It is, is syllabus the plural? Syllabus might be the plural. No, it's not. So one syllabus, two syllabi. Great question, Mega. It works just like alumnus and alumni. And if you're not familiar with what a syllabus is, it is, um, especially in college, um, schedule. So often the professor will hand out a syllabus to you and that will be your schedule of classes for the year or for the semester, or for the trimester. So why don't we call, uh, I had a lot of fun. I hope you had a lot of fun. 
I'm going to head over to Bob the Canadian's channel. If you want to head over there, we can all head over there. If you would like to let him know you're coming from this channel, you can let him know that I am supporting him. He has some great, says live now, so he may be live. Whoops, I have to watch an ad. But if you wanna head over there, it is about to start. Thank you, Naima. I saw the flowers. Tell him you're coming from Brent's channel. Adriana, have fun with your cooking and your company. Cecilia, thank you so much. Nathalie, welcome. I hope it's a great day in Holland. Ricardo, my friend, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. Mega, thank you so much for your support. Ibrahim, yeah, maybe I'll see you over in Bob the Canadian's chat, but thank you so much. This is usually one of my favorite hours of the week. I will try to get another one in midweek, maybe midweek, okay? So sad to go. I was having so much fun. You guys asked awesome questions. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time, hopefully very soon, like maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. Thank you guys so much.